I think that the, the financial challenge is going to be paramount um, during this next parliament. And the four areas I'd like to touch on are how we actually tackle variation in the NHS, I think will be key, what the role is going to be of prevention and public health, um, the workforce challenges, and how we're going to lead the transformational change within a very tight financial settlement because as Chris has touched on on many occasions you need to front load this change with the money and you need double running and that's the the big <coughs> issue here and um, yesterday at the King's Fund you were talking about leadership you also need the system leaders to put that transformation in place so unless you have the leadership and there is a, a shortfall whatever you hear in the media about the NHS being overloaded with management that's certainly not the evidence we were hearing on the select committee in the, in the last parliament there is a shortage of time for, and leadership to take forward this transformational change. Um, and unless we have the money there to put that transformation in change alongside existing services uh, for that double running period, it will be extraordinarily challenging to make that happen. Of course, everyone would welcome the ambition of having a seven-day NHS to tackle the variation that we see in weekend mortality, which is totally unacceptable. But I think when you make political commitments to have a seven-day NHS that says that you're going to be able to access a GP eight till eight everywhere, seven days a week, I think that the message that I heard from you is listen to the front line. As somebody who worked on the front line for 24 years and most recently was working as a GP in rural Dartmoor in a two-whole-time equivalent practice, I can tell you it's going to be extraordinarily challenging to put in place seven-day, eight-to-late access in rural Dartmoor. And if you prioritise that and you put in the extra money for that, that money isn't going to things that are genuinely going to be m higher priorities, in my view, in tackling weekend variation and mortality. So I think that whilst you can have ambitions and, and targets to achieve these things, you mustn't lose sight of the patient in this and what matters to patients, which is about quality, um, efficiency, safety. But we shouldn't prioritise convenience um, within that given the financial reality facing the NHS. And also coming back, another issue is workforce. Looking at um, how we're going to make this happen, we're not going to achieve it in practices around the country just wholly relying on general, general practitioners. We're going to need to have a real push to diversify the workforce. And if we look, for example, one area in the NHS where there doesn't appear to be a workforce shortfall, I'm sure someone will shout at me at a minute and tell me I'm wrong, is pharmacy. Um, how are we going to use the skills of pharmacists more widely within primary care? How are we going to bring in uh, assistant practitioners? How are we going to skill up that enormous workforce that's currently working as nursing assistants and healthcare assistants to allow them to do more? How are we going to spread the training budget more fairly so it doesn't entirely focus on training doctors and continuing professional um, education for doctors, important as that is, to spread that more fairly across the NHS workforce <coughs> if we're going to, to deal with the, the overriding challenge of increasing demand. I won't reiterate all the figures about uh, an ageing society, not only population increase, but it's about the increasing complexity um, of the challenge and 
particularly the challenge of long-term conditions. So, of course, the NHS needs to change and transform. I'm sure everyone in this room will be hugely relieved that there'll be no system churn in the NHS. That's not what we need. Uh, but we do need transformation within the service itself. We need fantastic leadership to drive that forward. We need the finance. Of course, it's welcome that we have the eight billion, but leaving aside the eight billion, it's the 22 billion that we need to focus on. How are we going to make all these ambitions come to fruition given that financial challenge? 